Last week, Emma talked about being a community like Caleb and Joshua who had a different spirit, who would bring a good report, who would be wholehearted and loyal to Adonai no matter the size of the challenge. And then I noticed two things connecting while reading this week's Parsha. Being wholehearted is largely connected to whose voice you are listening to. Being wholehearted is largely connected to whose voice you are listening to. And whoever's voice you are listening to, you will be wholehearted towards. So be careful whose voice you allow to influence your heart. So whose voice are you listening to? See, I think Korah's rebellion did not start when he gathered 250 leaders to falsely accuse Moses. No, it started a long time before that. It started when Korah heard the whisper of the deceiver's voice and started listening to those subtle, small lies. Why didn't Korah cry out to Adonai for the truth? Why didn't his wife and friends speak up and lovingly challenge him? Why didn't he schedule a meeting with Moses to talk out his wrestles brother to brother? Whose voice are you listening to? Why didn't Datham and Abiram and all the Israelite community ask trusted friends or go to Moses directly and say, please help me remember our actual history? What actually happened? Instead of believing the deceiver's reinterpretation of their history and what happened. Whose voice are you listening to? And in 1 Samuel, why didn't Israel, why did Israel listen and obey the voice of fear, asking for another king over them when they already had the king of the whole universe? Instead of giving in to that voice of intimidation, why didn't they recount the victories of Adonai, their king? Why didn't they recount all that he had already done for them, encouraging themselves and their king that their king was enough? And he would give them the victory again. Whose voice are you listening to? Being wholehearted is largely connected to whose voice you are listening to. So whose voice in your life has the most influence over you? What's the loudest voice in your life? Or maybe it's not a voice. Maybe it's a feeling, a vibe right? Sometimes the enemy speaks in whispers and words. Sometimes he just speaks in vibes. Whose words have overtaken your heart? Because whoever's voice and words you listen to, you will be wholehearted towards for good or for evil. Be careful whose words you are listening to. So friends, let's, let's wholeheartedly listen to our good shepherd king's voice. He's a good shepherd because that's who he is. It's not just a title. He's not a hired hand. He's, not a, he's a biblical shepherd. He's not like someone that works at Deanna Rose Farm where the fence does half the job and the water gets piped in and the feed truck shows up and they might be slightly distracted on their phone. 
That's not our good shepherd. Our good shepherd is intimately involved in our lives. The biblical shepherds, they did a lot of work. They journeyed with their sheep. They lived with their sheep. They smelled like their sheep. It was their responsibility to get their sheep to clean water. It was their responsibility to get their sheep to green pastures. It was their responsibility to bind up those sheep's wounds, to have an eye on their flock. And you know what they're doing the whole time? The shepherd is talking and singing. How do you think David wrote all those psalms? Because as he's talking and singing, those sheep are getting to know their shepherd's voice. So when shepherds would get together at night, sometimes multiple flocks would come in and they'd build a makeshift pen. And all the sheep would come in and the shepherds would literally sit in the place where you would have the gate. And they would literally be the gate so that no sheep would get out and no wolves would get in. And in the morning, what are we going to do? There's all this mixing of the different flocks. Not a problem. The shepherd would stand up and he'd start walking amongst the flocks. He'd start singing and speaking. And guess what? They would hear their shepherd's voice and they would follow him because they knew he would lead them to abundant life. They wouldn't follow strangers' voices because they knew their shepherd's voice. Like Olivia Tedros says, knowing their shepherd's voice was essential for their survival. So three applications. One, do whatever it takes to get to know your good shepherd king's voice. To get to know his heart, his words, our survival depends on it. Do whatever it takes to strengthen those listening muscles. Americans aren't known for their listening capabilities. You gotta strengthen that muscle. Be quiet. Listen. Read his word. Take it in. Fill your whole heart with his whole word. Number two, watch the whispers. Watch the vibes. Not every voice is yours. Not every voice is the Lord's. Not every voice is the deceiver's. Ask the Lord for discernment. Because the deceiver likes to come in and whisper in words and vibes. And it's often very subtle. And you need to know when to say, no. My good shepherd said, he will never leave me or forsake me. My good shepherd said, he will be with me. My good shepherd said, he will lead me to clean living waters and to green pastures. No, my shepherd said. And number three, be a good sheep. Or in other words, be a good friend. Be a good sheep. Be a good sheep to Adonai. Good friends trust each other. They trust each other's words. Follow Adonai, trust him. Be a good friend to one another. If you notice your friend in a swirl, encourage them with the good shepherd's words. If you're wrestling, go to a friend and say, remind me again of how faithful God is. And be brave enough to lovingly, carefully, tenderly confront your friend when you are noticing they're not acting like themselves. Friend, are, are you okay? You're not acting like yourself. 
Whose voice are you listening to? Because if you don't have good friends who will do that, pray. Ask the Lord for good friends who, we, who will brave your reaction when confronted because they deeply care about the well-being of your soul. Dare to be that good friend who will lovingly, tenderly, carefully confront and say, friend, whose voice are you listening to? Friends, let's listen wholeheartedly to our good shepherd's voice. Get to know his voice. Get to know him. Whose voice are you listening to? Shabbat shalom.